This bite-sized big idea is brought to you by Enrollment Resources, innovations in enrollment management. Learn more at enrollmentresources.com. Hi there, this is uh, Greg Meeklejohn, uh, co-founder with Enrollment Resources. Uh, you're receiving this uh, little audio clip. If you are a CEO or a VP level person in the higher education space or the K-12 space, uh, Shane uh, and I, we've been talking about what is the best way to add value for busy leaders in the education field. And we've, we think the best thing we can do is to create a, a very tight commentary on something that's sophisticated and advanced that we think leaders should be thinking about. And, and so here we go with the first one. So my message to you is really important. It has implications strategically. And uh, in talking to my business partner, Shane Sparks, we've really landed on how um, immigration, the immigration ban in the U.S. and how that's going to play out in terms of EDU will um, possibly adversely affect schools throughout the U.S. at all levels, K-12 and higher ed. So, as you know, the U.S. has recently ratified a travel ban on several countries, and it appears by, exp uh, by extension uh, to be making it tougher for students from other countries to feel welcome uh, in the U.S. For example, the emerging trade war with China, China, Chinese authorities are publicly considering adding tariffs on students who want to study in the U.S., and they're creating top-down pressure to the, the smartest kids in China who want to study the world over to go elsewhere. It appears the denial of U.S. postgraduate working visas is making it really tough for kids from other countries who get a, a degree in, um, say, computer science to stay on in the U.S. and to work and add to the economy. Uh, and so... That's really tough because uh, these kids, after they get their degrees, they want to stay in the country where they've settled for the last few years and they want to work and become part of the fabric of the society where they've been studying. So this could be bad. And if there indeed is a contraction of international students coming to the U.S., it has ramifications. I mean, how will this play out? There is a demographic chasm. So as we know, any, anybody younger than 20, Generation Z, uh, have, are the children of uh, Generation X. And there aren't many of them around. And community colleges, as an example, have dined on kids coming out of high school to come to go to community college, as an example, and not-for-profit research schools just drive these smart kids into these baccalaureate programs. Well, it's not happening anymore. And so this, this demographic um, chasm is now being patched the last number of years by heavy recruiting efforts to invite 18 to 20-year-old kids from many other countries, Korea, China, Japan, Mexico, Brazil, etc., etc., And... Now what we're seeing is with this adverse effect around pushing young people away from going to the U.S., this demographic patch, we can see it rapidly decaying and receding. 
So the patch could recede and schools that rely on those 17 to 20 year old international students to prop up your enrollment revenues could be walking into a big mess. And these international students represent plan B. So now what's plan C? You gotta be thinking about this. This is important. All these kids that are walking away from the US uh, are going to the Commonwealth. They're going to Britain, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and uh, which have excellent, excellent schools. And there's a big advantage in that the, the kids that are coming to the Commonwealth countries now to get that degree in computer science are being given a working visa after graduation, after their externships. Guess what? All the smart kids are staying in those countries to help build the fabric of that economy. So, geez, how might this play out? Okay, if you're running a school, you, you have to look at this declining international enrollment thing in, in a very serious way. The not-for-profit schools are going to become more aggressive and they're going to be using marketing tactics that are traditionally the, been within the purview of proprietary schools. Um, there are some schools, uh, one in our community, Royal Roads, comes to mind. They've actually exported campuses to other countries. Lots of moving parts, and you've got to be ahead of this curve. We don't quite know how it will play out, but most likely for schools relying heavily on international students, it's not going to be that good. So you either got to look at other ways to go and, and get around this problem, or you have to start thinking about realigning your expectations. Uh, con consider shrinking your, your footprint and uh, just get ready for this because it could happen and it could be serious. It has ripples everywhere. And so try and get ahead of it. That's, that's uh, the, the theme for this little uh, audio clip. So that's the opinion of Shane Sparks and Greg Meeklejohn with Enrollment Resources. Uh, feel free to call if you want to talk some more on this. All the best. Take care. This bite-sized big idea is brought to you by Enrollment Resources, innovations in enrollment management. Learn more at enrollmentresources.com.